Skateboards and high heels Cool drinks and epic feels Someone invited Everlast To our podcast And I would do some things for your gloves I'd pick them up off the track And I'd do some specific things for your gloves I'd wash them with my laundry and that's a fact I never want you to feel frostbite anyhow no way cause I would do specific things for your gloves yes I would do some things for your gloves but I won't do them with your hat hey everybody <laughs> My name is Carrie Butterfield. I'm here with uh, Brayden Cameron, as always. Hi. And you're listening to Teenage Dirtbags, formerly Teenager and the Dirtbag. The teenager and the Dirtbag. <laughs> formerly Soviet show. Yeah, we, we did. Two, four, three, two, three. You know, not to get too far ahead, but we did this video back on Teenager and the Dirtbag. I know, but we lost the rights. We did. Yeah, yeah. and that's, that's the thing. We don't actually own any of the things. Any of the, like... Uh, Guess who farted to dinner shirts that we made? Like yeah. none of that stuff is available. <laughs> I know it's it's pretty awful. Yeah, it's, um, uh, it's no good. I would go so far as to say it's something awful. It is but, something awful. Uh, com, which we also lost the rights to. I know it was such a good idea, uh, but you know that's when you go up against the legal powerhouse that is meatloaf, meatloaf, and and, and WXRT. Yeah, and WXRT, WXRT an alliance made in hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was a there was a bat out of hell there yeah. was a lynn bramer out of hell yeah and there was an alliance um but when when you get involved with with that sort of uh legal muscle you you're gonna take it on the chin and that's yeah. just what happened take it on the chin babe i'm sure that's a meatloaf lyric that probably could be uh like, one of my you know maybe it's time for one of our favorite segments meatloaf surprise <laughs> In which uh, we just we tell a meatloaf story. Oh yeah, uh, I've got I've got one. So okay, this is great. good. So meatloaf surprise. Uh, I it, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Okay. One of my favorite meatloaf facts mm-hmm. is that he had an album called "Stay Cool" or "Hang Cool Teddy Bear." <laughs> <laughs> that's that's real good. Hey, do you, do you mind if I turn this uh, this meatloaf surprise into a double knuckle surprise, like two meatloaf <laughs> yeah, surprise? Okay. One of which is a, a kind of a sometime story. And it's not even a story. It's just a question. Mm-hmm. Um, at a, I like to go eat down at that um, city state breakfast place. Oh, okay. Sometimes. Yeah, I've never been. Like, crowded. It's it's fine. It's like a diner. I yeah. ate at Beulah Land today. It's better than Beulah Land. Okay. Worse than like a brunch place. They have a breakfast meatloaf? That sounds like the grossest, greasiest thing in the world. Can yeah. you Have you... Do you, can you conceive of what that would be and have it not be disgusting? I can't. I, I, the only thing I think of is that it's like... Uh, it's it's just a meatloaf with an egg on top of it. Yeah, like that's like the only thing. Like, I like think. instead of beef, like just sausage, like breakfast sausage. Oh, no. Jimmy Dean. <laughs> and then like you know, instead of bread, it's French toast. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, like little chunks of French toast. My actual meatloaf story. Yeah. So, when I was in high school with uh, Zach and Austin, all these the mm-hmm. Giants fans, we saw a band called You Were Spiraling mm-hmm. open for them. Okay. And uh, we really liked them. We went out and like uh, went and saw them. They played at like a festival in Chicago. Was that a, a Polaris reference? Uh, no, I don't think oh, so. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, no, it's actually, a, it, I know what it's a reference to. It's a reference to that movie about, like, the Scottish blues band. Oh. 
That's a name I can't. Like the commitments? It's a reference yeah. to the commitments. Oh, God, okay. why do I, I, I surprise myself with my depth of knowledge? Yeah. Um, I was like the Bay City Rollers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so they, uh, I went and saw them and they were really flyer that like we drove out to yeah. see them. Like they're kind of a small band. We didn't realize at the time. We're just like, yeah. oh, they open it for the Mighty Giants. They'll be huge. So uh, we ended up like becoming AOL and messenger friends with them and stuff. Uh-huh. And we would chat with them. And mostly the main guy, Tom Brislin, used it oh, to hit on hold my on one. I'm Really? Yeah. That's awful. Hold yeah, on. It's, it's coming. There's more of it coming. But just for people who are listening, we got, we're having an impromptu segment of uh, Peckerwood. <laughs> Peckerwood in the morning with Teenager in the Dirt Bag. Out, he doesn't even stick around when I yeah. the gun out the window. The, uh, <laughs> that's all you're going to learn about that. That's a segment with, which Brayton threatens someone outside our window with a gun. That's right. Um, so anywho, he used, mostly used it to, to hit on my old uh, roommate, Natalie. But when I talked to him and stuff, I found out that one year he was the touring keyboardist for Meatloaf. Oh. He went with. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, Because I was just like, Yo, Meatloaf yeah. is kind of like old rock. Yeah. you know. And I was like, what, what do you guys do? He said, yeah, we just hung out and played Tekken. Like all summer. <laughs> it's just like with oh. Meatloaf? Yeah. It was Tom Brislin and Meatloaf played Tekken for an entire summer and then he uh hit on my roommate by telling her about all the Parisian webcam like porn cams he watched. Wow. Yeah. I was like talking to Natalie and she's like, Yeah, he can't stop talking about these porn cams he watches and I'm like, Fucking gross, man. Like, that's weird. Well Meatloaf's gotta do something while he's on the road, I guess. Well Meatloaf didn't talk about the Oh he was playing Tekken. Tom Tom Brislin Talked was like was like hey Natalie, like uh, you know, just kind of skeeving out. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then told me he saved his meatloaf stuff for me. <laughs> it was all Parisian <laughs> webcams for Natalie. Yeah. Uh, and it, yeah, it's pretty gross. But yeah. it was a weird thing where it's like I'm like adjacent to. Yeah. Like I bet you if I sent that guy an email and I was like, "Hey man, teenager, teenager in the dirt bag's coming back. What do you got, you got some more meatloaf stories for me? He might have them, but I didn't do that. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, missed opportunity. Of course, what we're doing this episode is <laughs> <laughs> I will do anything for love, but I won't do that. My meatloaf. Yeah. The original bad out of heck. The the original bad out of heck. One and two. I think yeah. this is on two. It is on two. That was huge, man. It was surprisingly big. And I think like it hit right at that right time where uh, a music video could make or break an album. Yeah, yeah, the November Rain Corridor. Yeah. Because I associate those things with this, like the crying, amazing, these like weird prestige videos Yeah, that were very long. Yeah. And like this could be a summer jam because like this this was like there was a summer where it's just like this was number one and you yeah. couldn't escape this fucking song. That's true. Which in re-listening to it is so weird that like this was on yeah. the radio and everyone's just like, man, this weird operatic fat guy, like give me, <laughs> give me this like opera, opera yeah. rock. Yeah, he is, uh, Meatloaf is a big character he's yeah. a he's had a he, he has a huge voice uh he's mm-hmm. a big dude in general uh but also tends to be involved with very long songs it's so dramatic it is like the song is just like overly dramatic to like movements degree. and i don't even know it's it's a lot yeah like when it comes down to bad out of hell too yeah it's a lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah. was it bad out of hell too didn't it have like a sub title wasn't it back to hell yeah bad out of hell too back to hell <laughs> <laughs> am i just imagine imagining that because I, I loved it I, I, I don't i don't know i just i know it also had uh objects in the rearview mirror yeah may appear closer than they are which is like that there's a there's a new pornographer song that dan bayard did uh-huh. called uh, if you can't see my mirrors yeah and it's like the subset of songs that is specifically written from driving behind a truck <laughs> <laughs> like you just, you just happen yeah. to read whatever happens to be in front of you and just yeah i remember seeing the objects in the rearview mirror 
video once on VH1 and like laughing out loud because the title took the entire screen yeah. to like go across. <laughs> I was like, this is great. Yeah, this guy, this guy. Let's let's get into it. Okay. So this video, like flashy. Yeah. Surprisingly little happens. Right? Yeah. Which we'll get into. It's, it's a little confusing. Uh, you know, I think the timeline is very confusing to me personally, but we'll, we'll talk about what goes on, but I want to stop before we get too far okay. and just talk about the first thing that you see when you watch this the video. The prologue, the Star Wars style <laughs> prologue that comes from this video. I wouldn't give it that much yeah. credit, but upon the screen in, you know, in a, uh, apropos of nothing you have no idea about what's going to happen you don't know anything about the song that's about to play you don't even know what the song is mm-hmm. and you see what words gary oh uh, well first of all i want to talk about it's witches of eastwick ass font but it says uh i've traveled across the universe through the years to find her no comma there should be a yeah um sometimes going all the way is just a start da, da, da. um i love that the it only took a few years to go across the universe. Oh, yeah. Which, number one, great. Yeah. Uh, and then also, going all the way is just to start. Which sounds like like an 80s uh, sex comedy film. Like oh, yeah. Like, the tagline yeah, like, like, like Porky Six. Yeah. <laughs> going all the way is just the start for these kinky co-eds. Yeah. Where, yeah. you know, they immediately they have sex at the beginning of the movie. And then the rest yeah. of the movie, they uh, it's just their lives. They get married. They <laughs> have children. And like, it's, it's like Revenge of the Nerds. Uh, four Nerds in Love. Yeah. The, or The Next Generation. I think number yeah. three is Nerds in Love. The, um, it could be like those weird 80s movies. They're all named after food where you have like hamburger and hot dog. Oh, sure. And they yeah, could yeah, be like yeah. sub sandwich. And that could be the tagline for sub sandwich. Mm-hmm. Sometimes going all the Some, way. Sometimes you need a 12 inch hero. You know? <laughs> <laughs> <Boing>. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a, uh, yeah. That, that, and it's also, it's a lyrical theme in the song too. That yeah. Like we're going to hate ourselves if we don't go all the way. I do. It's I, one of the things he won't do. I love one of the things that he does say, which is uh, if I don't go all, if we don't go all the way tonight, like yeah. I'll regret it uh, for the rest of my life. Yeah. If we, if we don't go all the way. Like, and it's, it's weird because I don't consider Meatloaf to be like a specifically horny musician. Like it's, yeah. it seems like there's something pure about his love. And he even there's some Wikipedia said at best we're going to get into later oh, okay. uh, where he talks about that. But the, uh, it's hard for me to imagine him thirsting. It just seems like, you know, go all the way for him. Like maybe he means getting married. I, you know, I'm sure he's, he's, he could very well be referencing uh, paradise by the dashboard lights, like his own mm. song at that point, uh, because there is one of the movements in that is just the chorus of them going, going to go all the way tonight, tonight. Yeah. yeah you know, like that, that could be, that could be, yeah, if great. we don't listen to my album. Yeah. If we don't, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it is, but it's like such an archaic term. It's like going, going all the way. sounds like something you would say in the 1950s. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Hey baby, as opposed to when you're in your fifties, I'm shipping off to, to, to the Korean war. Can we go all the way? You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to go fight Dr. Frankenfurter. Can we go all the way tonight? Right. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Um, damn it, Janet. Uh, let's go all the way. Saxophone solo. Uh, okay. So let's move on, uh, from the beginning, which again, I want to read it one more time okay. just for people who either <laughs> haven't watched the, the video or aren't going to, I have traveled across the universe through the years to find her sometimes going all the way is just a start ellipses and it, this is continues for the next seven minutes and 43 seconds and people are probably thinking hey guys you're killing a lot of time for the seven and a half minutes off <laughs> but uh 
there's like nothing happens in it. It is a Michael Bay directed miniature movie that because of like the colors, art direction and the preponderance of fog, yeah. it is very hard to know what like actually happens. Yeah. I mean, it, it opens on uh, what appears to be a desk in uh, maybe high desert. Uh, you said dusk. It sounded like you said it opens on a desk. Oh, no. In Sorry. what appears to be a high desert. It, it appears <laughs> yeah, high desert desk. Dusk. Uh, you know, a cool field. Yeah, it appears in a cool field and a chase that goes on for hours because it starts at a dusk and then yes. goes to like straight up spooky, like, you know, uh, 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 night. what is love? Midnight. Yeah. Yes. Like <laughs> we're clearly it's dark, but only because they're in a studio and yeah. there's one light it's, like, it's, shining it's, from behind the fog. It's dark. It's also Castlevania. Yeah, yeah. So, like, look at that. Look at that still. <laughs> the cops have rolled up on Castlevania's house. Yeah. And they're ready to shoot some vamps. It's a, it's a very uh, thin mausoleum that uh, what presumably the bat out of hell himself, Meatloaf, <laughs> yeah. has driven his motorcycle into. Yeah, he, he drives it. And, and the way it shows it is he fades into it he doesn't drive yeah. into it he just fades out and now we're just to imply that he's like it's like an old-timey film technique yeah and the police can't keep up they you know they stop before they go into yeah. uh mausoleum of terror there would be a bunch of skeletons in there yeah the um we should also mention uh that this is uh, another one of our, our videos that we couldn't get the actual video for we had to watch it on daily motion like a fucking scrub <laughs> <laughs> like like oh this though no, this is the uh, youtube version you found this is the youtube version but it is still choppy at the beginning no no it's on daily motion it's oh. just yeah it's it's strange because the the audio at the beginning is meant to be kind of rhythmic uh motorcycle noises mm-hmm. like it's supposed to be somewhat musical but it still is weird yeah uh it just sounds like those motorcycles aren't normal motorcycles mm-hmm. yeah it's 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 very choppy visually as well yeah so the music being choppy and the visuals being choppy makes it just seem like daily motion needs to get their shit together yeah. there's something with motion in the fucking name <laughs> like, you do this every day and you're not this good at it Mm-mm. give me a break yeah where's your ten thousand hours yeah yeah i'm glad well <laughs> uh, <laughs> so so we get we're introduced to meatloaf who starts singing the song yes and let's describe what kind of other being Meatloaf is supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, so Meatloaf is, uh, he's in, again, the spooky woods, which mm-hmm. presumably are on the other side of the very thin border of the mausoleum. <laughs> yeah, the um, 1920s set from yeah. Son of Dracula. Yeah, or whatever. They borrowed it from Shadow of the Vampire, <laughs> like, or something. It's great. But uh, And then Meatloaf is dressed in um, kind of a cloak, that it appears to be uh, his his head is mostly covered, uh, but he's also got some kind of beauty in the beastie makeup on the beastie side. <laughs> but more, I don't know, like undead I wish warlock. He was just wearing beauty <laughs> makeup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's it's kind of hard. He's like a necromancer mm-hmm. beast. Yeah, so he's definitely got demon horns. He's got that like pale, sickly green skin going on thing, and really amazing nails that are not sharpened. So one of the things I love about the nails, if you go back a little bit, you'll see yeah. it, is that he's got like Halloween costume Wolfman nails. Yeah, but they're not talons at all. Like they're just <laughs> rounded. Like he just has like big, beautiful nails. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's a, look at look at that, look how round that nail is. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's it's very funny. Good. Like they just like you know, yeah, they're they're not claws. Yeah. They would break immediately. Yeah. Um, and there's some like lightning wipes. It shows like this girl he's talking to, thinking of. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's thinking of some sort of girl. And this is where I get a little bit confused in the, what the premise of the video. Is he remembering is. this? Is it, it? I don't think so. I don't so. think so. Cause he's going to kill a cop. 
the the video yeah. tells me that a cop definitely dies and and that's again it's part of the thing that like i he's getting chased by the police at the beginning and then the same police show up later but then there's this cop and i don't know so the cops come in they're checking out his spooky mausoleum yeah of terror uh he's gonna leave he jumps on his motorcycle burst out like hits one cop a chandelier lands and kills another one yeah so like if you like killing cops you will like this video <laughs> like if you like videos about cop, like I, I don't know how many cops die in cop killer yeah at least two die in this meatloaf video <laughs> and then this is where uh you know he escapes the the police presumably mm-hmm. uh and then um goes through the spooky forest where it abruptly ends on like Someone's manicured garden with a uh, with a fountain and some statuary right in the middle of it. it it's like um, Michael Bay just learned the term magical realism, and yeah. he decided it meant he didn't have to have things be consistent as to what time it was. <laughs> and that's like the only thing he does is yeah. it constantly transitions from day to night with or, no rhyme or reason. Yeah, or any any sort of idea of what uh, foliage belongs where. Yeah, or there's anything. no there's no sense of biome or anything. Yeah. Now, before we move on, mm-hmm. uh, I want to I rediscover. A segment. Okay. From times past. Yeah. It's time for us to do a little segment called The Correction Actions. <laughs> this is where I read you uh-huh. a line from The Corrections. Okay. And then you tell me how the line would be better. Okay. You punch it up. <laughs> Sounds good. It's been corrected. <clears throat> okay. This is on uh, page 249 for people who are playing at home. Mm-hmm. Halfway up the basement stairs, on her way to preparing this dinner, she paused and gave a sigh. Brayden, correct the corrections. Look, everybody goes halfway up the stairs. I doubt she stopped halfway. She probably went about a quarter of the way. Uh, so, one, let's be realistic. Yep. That sigh is going to come a lot sooner. And did she really give it, or was she overcome by it? Yes. She was just. She has this feeling of frustration. Who's she giving the sigh to? Nobody. Uh, nonsense. So, and So, now with that... Let's now read the corrected version of the corrections. One quarter of the way up the basement stairs on her way to preparing this dinner, she was overcome by a sigh. And that's been the corrected corrections. I think that's much better. Yeah. So uh, fuck you, Jonathan Franzen. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I miss that. It's been a long time. Yeah. I mean, when the book came out, we did a lot of segments uh, of it. And then we kind of lost it. We stopped off on page 249. Yeah. I mean, you just, you got to pause after a while because... It's a long book. Yeah. That's and only halfway through the book. Doing one line at a time. It's I had just... to I had to give a sigh halfway through that book. <laughs> a 500-page novel, John uh, Franzen. And John Franzen is collecting those sighs. Yeah. Um, Yoink. Uh, okay. So I, I want to bring up something uh, something else. There's, there's this episode of uh, the television show uh, Over the Garden Wall, which okay. I totally recommend for everyone to watch. That being said, I am going to spoil it's like the fourth episode. So if you're going to watch it. Tune out for 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. But uh, this scene very much reminds me of that episode in which uh, the protagonists go to help someone who's uh, John Cleese, voiced by John Cleese, who um, is a super rich dude who lives in a house that's so big, he thinks there's a ghost uh, of the person he loves in it. And it turns out um, 
the irony of it is that the house is so big and his neighbor's house is also so big that they attached and didn't realize it. Like <laughs> so the, the ghost that they think it is, is just the neighbor. Uh, That's pretty good. <laughs> you know, just having a house with so many rooms that you can't figure it out. So it feels like this here where his like super mansion is so big that he didn't realize that it led to this garden. This, yeah, of garden. This... He just drove to this like fucking <laughs> Dark yeah, when, Souls 3-esque garden. Yeah, like... when fleeing from the police, he just accidentally came into this other garden which butts up against his property yeah now um, i'm in the ring city and there you yeah. go yeah um yeah i, I i'd buy it um so she's looking at her jewelry looks at herself she's got a her, he's got a brooch yeah uh that is one of the gaudiest looking pieces of like jewelry that i've seen in like a thing it's like a blueberry patch yeah, uh, like, <laughs> yeah it's, it's like it'd be like one of those D D wondrous figurines like and if yeah. you used it, it would just summon good berries yeah. Like, yeah i don't wonder i need this for that's already camp they heal one hit point each it's like what am i gonna do eat these um, for three hours fucking good berry man yeah the um so it's a really shitty brooch again yeah. just like showing the like michael bay high budget but like the costume design yeah production design on this is shit she sees him he runs but he left that brooch on purpose yeah for a trail so she'd find it that's you know that's what I'm thinking about here too is is watching this he's running through the woods uh with semi reckless abandon mm-hmm. she I mean admittedly I'm making I'm making a, like a stereotyping assumption about her that she doesn't seem like she'd be very good as a nature tracker just based on hanging out inside of she's wearing a prom dress she's wearing a prom dress well. she was bathing inside of a fountain you know <laughs> yeah. I just feel like See, get, get get yourself a house yeah and then let's talk about tracking. <laughs> I mean, normally they have like, to establish this, they have like a scene where like Tommy Lee Jones uh, rescues a wolf from a trap, (laughs) you know, like, (laughs) so had she done that, maybe I would have assumed otherwise, but, but somehow she manages to track him through the woods all the way back. Well, he wants to be caught. Well, you know, yeah, but she's the, she's the object of his desire. Um, The direction here is some of the worst that we've seen in videos. Where it's lots of like side like Dutch angles and yeah. like sideways angles and switching to black and white. Yeah, there's so much fog <laughs> in this forest. It looks like trash. Yes, and he goes back to his house, which is lousy with dead cops. Like, let's not forget that there are two corpses <laughs> rotting in his like mausoleum foyer. Yeah, uh, uh, and here's where you get to see that uh, Meatloaf's got some magic. <laughs> he's another being. He's uh, he's got a, a scrying goblet. <laughs> <laughs> it fills up with one d4 sips of wine yeah one d from goodberry wine yeah the um whenever i see a scene like this and there's so many candles going on yeah uh, i like to imagine the vampire or whoever it is lighting all those candles individually yeah and just like this tedious like but you know when you have eternity well we don't know that he does he's, well he's, I, you know we're assuming he's a vampire I know. you know in this in, in this in, in that moment scenario. i mean he's 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 definitely like a beast but he, yeah. and he he's some kind of like canthrope yeah which we'll get into yes um, um but just imagining him just like slowly like like he ran yeah breathlessly through the forest stopped lit about like 200 candles <laughs> real quick and then poured himself a good glass of scry and wine <laughs> uh you know i bet we can make like a real dark red scrying wine and so, a bunch of nerds would buy it. So speaking of, you mean using a bunch of nerds like the candy? Uh, no, no. Oh. I mean like. Oh, like, oh, like Think Geek prevent, yeah. presents scrying wine. Yeah, exactly. Probably, yeah. yeah. Before, uh, speaking of wine, what you drinking? 
What you drinking? Oh, Gary, I'm so glad that you asked. I'm in, I'm enjoying uh, one can of The Physicist, spelled F-I-Z-Z-I-C-I-S-T. It is a Kroger brand Dr. Pepper made with real sugar. I have been noticing that in the fridge for the last couple of days mm-hmm. and, and just been like, what is that? And yeah. then when I saw that Kroger branding, I'm like, this looks fancy. Yeah. Kroger's gone upscale. Yeah. It, uh, it's actually pretty good. Um, it's a little more... It tastes like Dr. Pepper if Dr. Pepper had like 10% root beer in it. Mm, like um, dentist pepper or something? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the physicist. Yeah. Uh, he never got his uh, official doctorate. I don't know why I went to dentist when there's a clear scientist that is on the can <laughs> yes. that it's going for. Um, uh, but it's, it's uh, with the real sugar, it, I feel like less like garbage when I drink it. So it's nice. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. What are you drinking? Well, I'm glad you asked. I'm drinking... A, uh, a raspberry sour called Crush. Yeah. It is a canned sour beer from Ten Barrel Brewing Company. Oh, it's a Ten Barrel. Good. Yeah. It's the first uh, sour beer I've had at home that I think tastes good. Nice. I usually like sours. Yeah. But if I, the ones I've had, you know, I bought from the store and brought home, like, are not that great. Yeah. This is pretty delicious. Yeah. I have the, the Gosa that I have downstairs is pretty good, too. Gosa's not bad. I had one of those, uh, weirdly, like, I went to uh, the Oregon Book Awards mm-hmm. and there was a reception beforehand I went to. And uh, there was a Gosa there, and it was right after you told me about the Gosa, and I was like, fucking Gosas are on sale. And Cole, the day before, told me about drinking a Gosa. <laughs> so, like, it was like, it was like one, two, three, like, Cole, Brayton, Oregon Book Awards reception, <laughs> Gosa, Gosa, Gosa. <laughs> it, was, it was kind of amazing, yeah. and I'd never heard that word before. I didn't know what a Gosa yeah. was. Yeah, they have a, they have them at Stomptitch occasionally. They're, they have one that there that's a little bit weird. It's a salted Gosa, mm. and it's, um, it's interesting. It's it's sour and salty at the same time, which not a lot of things are. Not uh, a lot of drinks are. I've had yeah. salted drinks before too, and it's always kind of weird. Yeah. You know? So it's interesting. Um, back to the video. Oh, of course. Uh, where did where did we even leave off? Uh, so his his scrying wind and his his lady love has now shown up at his estate. I think that mausoleum where he left the dead cops is like his underground entrance to this mansion. Yeah, it must be. Yeah, because this is this is a you know a real Kanehurst ass mansion. <laughs> Uh, or it, what is love? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What is what is love? Kanehurst. Uh, he uh, he displays one of his other magical powers, which is cheromancy. Uh, <laughs> he does a real, like TK scoot. It is really. <laughs> it's actually really satisfying to watch him just slide out of <laughs> out of screen. Um, uh, and uh, I'm sorry, uh, Daily Motion's very choppy here. Oh um, no, it's okay. So she shows up, and he you know he scoots out of the way. And she just makes herself at home, which is the same thing she did in that like found fountain as well. That's kind of her MO. Uh, and he just can't like bear to like, it's, it's classic beauty and the beast. Like, you know, I'm too ugly. She'll never have me. You know, I'm not, you know, I need to hide, hide my yeah. beauty. Uh, well, my lack of beauty, cause I'm a monster. And we get to see him more in the light and he just has a little bit of Star Trek forehead going on. <laughs> he does. He is a little Romulan. He's, he's like, yeah, Dr. Romulan. Yeah. <laughs> Romancy. <laughs> we just rewound it, rewound it to deal with uh, daily motions. And then the chair comes back as well. That's so good. Um, man. It's really, it's really fun. Cause he clearly has the power to do that. But later when he's levitating a bed, he needs like a device. Yeah. <laughs> It's like a crank, crank machine. Yeah. That, uh, Crankomancy. And this is another thing that I find, again, strange. <laughs> uh, potentially immortal, uh, ageless being. Um, oh, I'm getting ahead of myself. But potentially immortal, ageless being. We'll get to it later. Uh, 
has a room, a hall full of mirrors and hasn't destroyed them all, even though he's hideous. Well, here's the thing is when he looks in the mirror, he sees his real self. Maybe that's it. He sees he sees meatloaf, um, <laughs> which and, you know not a huge improvement. No, <laughs> so, sorry, meatloaf. Uh, no offense, yeah. but I mean he, meatloaf is is, I think mostly like he looks like a relic. Like he's not as hard to look at as like yeah. some of the people we've had on. Like he's not as hard to look at as like eighty percent of lit. Yeah, but like I, I think that he's uh, he just looks like he's like central casting. He still looks like Eddie from. Uh, Rocky Horror. Yeah, yeah. He's just like, oh man, looks like my uncle Buddy. Like, yeah, just, you know. I mean, there's a, he's just not a very handsome dude. No, he's just which you know, good on him just to like put himself, you know, front. Yeah, you know, front forward in the videos. Yeah, like it's not like Christopher Cross didn't do that and it killed his career, <laughs> or he did do that and it killed his career rather. <laughs> like as singers of Carriage, yes. like you know, and then like the blue blues traveler like made fun of it and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. it's hard to be a to be a singer of carriage yeah absolutely um so this is the most confusing part of the video to me is uh-huh. when he, is he flashing back to vampire brides previous uh you know i feel like it's it's supposed to simulate the just dracula's castle thing yeah you know where there's the three sisters like they came with the castle but it's really it's strange she okay so the the his lady love yep. uh, who we never really gave a proper name but his lady love making herself at home finds a nice hot bath takes it with in, her her, clothes. in her clothes even yeah. though she had just taken a bath like an hour yeah. ago <laughs> and 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 she also this is just so she can say uh when she does the well you hose me down with holy water yeah is that when that line is yeah I, I think no i mean it doesn't come up until oh, okay. later actually he's still uh because after the bath um one we're introduced to detective clive owen yeah who's uh who's in charge of the case and, and getting closer to uh, discovering Meatloaf's whereabouts. Yes, exactly. Yeah, the mystery Meatloaf. And then we're transported to, you know, out of the bath. Uh, the uh, lady love has changed her clothes and she's laying in a bed which has three sexy vampire sexy brides vampire with tons brides? of implied cunnilingus. Yeah, there's like, a lot of like licking really, and yeah, grinding? Uh, grinding and exploring it's it's like the the prima nocta kind of thing where like it came you know we're gonna give you these magic powers but before you can you know have this kiss break your curse yeah these three vampire brides get to bring your lady love to orgasm yeah and it's a a way she's never felt it's a real like creepy scene where he's like it feels like he's using his magic in this scene to like give her pleasure yeah and it's like any sitting He's sitting in a chair with his back to it, like what's happening. Yeah. And it's, it's a, it's a, he's like, okay, I will do anything for love, which yep. includes the dark arts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Just, I will give you dark art orgasms all the time. <laughs> but I, I mean, cause, cause I'm hideous and I don't think that you'll be interested yeah. in my body. If you saw my, my weird body. dick, like it'd be over for yeah. us. Yeah. My werewolf dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, like this, this would destroy uh, any any chance we have? Yeah. You know, uh, this reminds me of a small story. Um, the the brothers Deach and I would always talk about uh, movie ideas and things like that, and we we often would joke about a short that I wanted to do where uh, it was actually uh, a man was bitten on the dick by a wolf, and only his penis would turn into a werewolf. Okay, like, but it would turn into. Uh, uh, like penis sized full fledged werewolf uh, okay. that was just like attached to his body. So the premise was like the moon, like a 
we always wanted to just shoot a trailer for it and like there would be like a shaft of moonlight would hit him in the pants and then like a furry <laughs> hand would come out of the top of his pants and unzip them and then like <laughs> the werewolf out. would like burst out yeah uh, yeah I, I, did you come up with a title for that no i i was probably just like Were-wang werewolf dick or something, or something like yeah um like the idea of werewolf dick as well <laughs> so he is using his dark arts yeah for orgasm i think now might be a good time to talk about the uh ambiguity okay of the song because it's a famous thing about this video yeah that isn't really ambiguous but no people, i don't think so so when i was in school mm-hmm. the joke was it was butt sex okay that was like the joke all that everyone was making yeah it's like that's what you wouldn't do for for love um he says the things he, he won't do yeah he literally does but this rumor has persisted that nobody knows what it is. Yeah. Even so, like Wikipedia is saying that like the pop up video ends with like to this day nobody knows what Milo won't do. Like just fucking said it. He said video. it. Nobody got canceled. I mean, the I, daily motion of shows. <laughs> I feel like he, he. I mean, the things that he says he won't do, you're not really doing for love. Like, yeah, it's. I could make that <laughs> argument, but it's like you run into two meatloafs in the forest, and one always tells the truth, and one of them always tells. Yeah, like one of them tells you what he will do for love, and the other one tells you what he won't do for love, mm-hmm. and you can ask three questions. He just tells you what he won't do in general, whether yeah. or not they're for love. It's another. It story. doesn't matter. Yeah, and meatloaf. Some Wikipedia said it best here. He's a yeah. here's a quote from meatloaf about this ambiguity. Yeah, uh, check this shit out. <clears throat> Wikipedia, Wikipedia, Wikipedia. Wikipedia said it's an incident. It sort of is a little puzzle, and I guess it goes by, but they're all great things. I won't stop doing beautiful things, and I won't do bad things. It's very noble. I'm very proud of that song because it's very much like Out of the World of Excalibur. (laughs) <laughs> to me, it's like Sir Lancelot or something. Very noble and chivalrous. That's my favorite song on the record. It's very ambitious. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding that me, Milo? That sounds very like like he's um, he's your eighth grade science teacher. Yeah, and he also wrote an album. Yeah, yeah. He's like, and today I don't have anything else. We've already covered, you know, uh, all the, mitosis. Uh, uh, mitosis. We're just gonna listen to my record. Yeah. Because um, he co-wrote it, and then also this guy he wrote this with his co-writer Steinman. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a good songwriter name! Like yeah. Steinman and Woodward, you know? Yeah, Steinman. Like, don't they have? I'm a... going to write a song, and I'm going to expose Watergate. Yeah, <laughs> it's Steinman and Woodward. <laughs> I'll write a song about it. Okay. Watergate, Watergate does whatever. <laughs> it's the thing that Nixon hates. There's some tape. <laughs> There's some tape. it, bud. Shouldn't have said you'd kill those people. Look out. Um, <laughs> here comes the water gate. Dun, dun. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, but he uh, he only writes long songs. And this prick, who is like, uh, the, the song is a full 12 minutes, and Steinman was deeply upset when executives advised him that they had to cut it down to get radio play. Oh, yeah, your fucking mind. Can you imagine yeah. if this was 12 minutes long and you heard it on the radio? Yeah, you know, like you're you're rarely going to hear a 10 minute song on the radio. Oh, almost never. And yeah. there's really good reason for and that. And it's, you know, it's like uh, November Rain oh, yeah. or you're going to listen to uh, Stairway to Heaven, which is like eight minutes or something like that. And when they do that, it's like an event. It's like, yeah. you know, on this rock station, we do this once a day at noon. Yeah, it's know? either that or, you know, the DJ's like really got to pee. Yeah, <laughs> like I got to shit. Like it's not even like a regular pee. Like, and he's just running. I got to drop a double D. Yeah, and then we're going to play Paradise by the Dashboard Lights and then Inagata DeVita. Yeah, it's a half hour shit block. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then he was upset that it was cut down to, to seven for the video yeah. and five for the the radio version. 
five five and a half. Yeah. So. Well, they had to extend it by putting in all those motorcycle sounds. They were the cut out of the the radio version, but they're added to the video. <laughs> yes, of course. It's because uh, because it, we needed that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a. Uh, according to one executive, this probably had the budget of four weddings and a funeral. Wow, the movie. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. The, the weddings and funerals. <laughs> that would probably be less than making the movie. The, the uh, Mrs. Bay 1, Mrs. Yeah. Bay 2, Mrs. Bay 3, Mrs. Bay 4, Mrs. Bay 5. One of those is the funeral. Yeah. Uh, so let's get back to the video. He's been can. using dark arts for orgasms. Yes. And now uh, she's moved on to a sitting room, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um See if Daily Motion wants yeah, Daily to start Motion for gets us. Fucking shit together. Why does this website exist? We're too. We're below. We uh, uh, YouTube. Oh, here we so, go. We're below their notice. Um, she's changed clothes a couple times in this video. Yeah, too, this is which like is at weird. least her fourth outfit at this point, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. And and it's hard to tell because you know one of her outfits is just soaking wet. So yeah, like I don't know. Like it's weird to like bathe in your clothes and then change into another outfit. <laughs> So he's singing into this like Victrola thing that, and then using this crank to levitate the bed. Yeah, while uh, while spying on her through like a kaleidoscope yeah. or like a thing that you would put a quarter into to watch like a cowboy dance for two <laughs> yeah, seconds, like like a Nickelodeon. <laughs> yeah, or like a oscillo- not an oscilloscope. Those things are called something I can't remember. Yeah. What it is. Um, but yeah, he's watching that, and she's taking this with grace and aplomb. Um, here's where she starts singing. Yeah, this is this is her singing about all of the her questions for him regarding what he will and will not yeah. do. It's like for the end love. of an interview. Yeah. Like, do you have any questions for me about what I will or will not do for love? And the way to pass that interview yeah. is to have questions. Yeah. What would a typical day in love with you look like? Wait, yeah. Uh, will you hose me down with a holy water? If I get too hot. Provided <laughs> I get too hot. And he's like, mm-hmm. And then eventually she's like, will you cheat on me? He's like, no, I won't do that. Yeah. Uh, also, Wikipedia said it best. Uh, when they're on tour, they have wh- whoever his vocalist is. They have a lot of fun with this. Yeah. Where they stop the song, where he says like, "Why do you keep?" A-? He stops the band. He's like, "Why do you keep asking me that every night?" And then she sings like, "It's in the lyrics." Yeah. And they have a little like a little fun that you get to have in a yeah. little meatloaf show, or a little little meatloaf, show. little meatloaf surprise, little, little meatloaf surprise it's for little, the audience, little meatloaf surprise, <laughs> little. Um, little meatloaf is my favorite rapper. It's like it's just a smaller version of meatloaf with the same proportions. Yeah. <laughs> and he raps. Um, for dubs. So yeah. Um, at this point. Uh, the police have arrived. Uh, they begin to flee the area, and uh, and and the lady pulls evil meatloaf, uh, mm-hmm. hideous monster meatloaf, into the corner. <laughs> monster meatloaf. <laughs> monster it's meatloaf's monster definitely meatloaf. like a thing you could order at a cafeteria. <laughs> <laughs> like get the monster meatloaf, and it's just like everything yeah. we have compressed. Isn't that like a? Uh, that's like a Trump story, right? Uh, oh gosh, I can't remember who it was. Um, I think he's with Paul Ryan and there's a bunch of other people uh, with oh, him. Oh, where he orders the meatloaf for them? Oh, no, it was Chris Christie. Yeah, yeah it was Chris Christie. He's like, he'll have the meatloaf. And it's like, everyone's going to have steak, but you and me are going to have the meatloaf. <laughs> Just like, and he's like, okay. And the the worst thing about that, not to get too political, yeah. as well, but uh, is that there, I'm sure there are people who read that like, yeah. on Twitter who are just like, man, that's fucking baller move. That's so cool. And it's like, like what is wrong with you? Yeah, it's a weird thing. It's extremely weird. Like, nobody should ever do that to somebody else. Yeah. Like, what if, like, we went out and I ordered, like, you know, I was like, oh, Brayden's going to have the, the chicken sandwich. Yeah. You know? Like, what, it, like, I mean, it's one thing if it's like, hey, 
try the sea bass. It's really good. Mm -hmm. Which is kind of like he's doing that, but skipping a step. Yeah. But like, but, me, well, that step is consent. Yeah. It's, it, like, <laughs> it's an it's, important step. Yeah. It's, 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 some would say the most important step. Yeah. Uh, it, but it's, it's strange that he's like, I'm letting you in on the secret as opposed to everyone else who's here. That's also my friend. Who's also getting the steak, yeah. which like presumably is a fancier, like meatloaf. Like I like it. I like meatloaf. Sure. Not going to lie. Yeah. But it is just like compressed meat. Like yeah. it just like, if you just take some meat, you know. And some loaf. And some loaf and some ketchup and you just kind of mash it together and bake it. Yeah. Maybe some onions. Yeah. It's, it's a, you know, it's a weird food. Yeah. You know, it's, I think a lot of people just like it because of that weird baked ketchup taste on the top. And like, sure. yeah. you know, it, it, it's a comfort food. Yeah. It's just, it's such a, like a weird power move that I feel like he like dreamt up that morning. Like, how do I show dominance over this person? I'm sure I've told you this story yeah. before, but like I have a friend who, uh, who I'm like not super close with, probably still friends with, I was judging past fail, but like mm -hmm. one of the early signs that we didn't have as much in common anymore was like, he was talking about going on job interviews. Yeah. Um, and where he's like, man, when you, once you start doing real job interviews, it's awesome. Cause you just walk in and it's like, who's got the biggest dick. And I'm like, that sounds like a nightmare. Like, I don't, I don't want to do that at all. Yeah. Like, just like, how can I show dominance to the stranger? Yeah. It's like, it's, it's this weird way that like, uh, conservatives and machismo people want to turn the whole world into prison rules. Sure. And sure. prison rules suck. Yeah. Like nobody wants that. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why, uh, why do that? Like you gotta make sure you do a handshake that makes them like fucking nurse their hand. Yeah. Cause then they'll know. Yeah. Well, no. Like why? Yeah. Why? Ah, I don't know. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Is uh, I could see Milo coming out as like a conservative guy. Like I could see it too. I don't know about Milo's politics. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so I don't know Milo's politics either. Yeah. I could just see it. Uh, yeah, I know? could see it. Well, he's um, you know he's old school. He's got a lot of money, and uh, you know these... that, those things are comorbidity with republicanism. It like, could happen. Yeah. Um, so she's singing to him. He's you know, and this is this is such a like a male fantasy of insecurity. Like she's like, you're okay just the way you are. Yeah. Yeah. You know? uh, it, that's exactly what it is. It's like I'm super hot. Yep. Uh, and it's cool that you creeped me. You, like you were yeah. creeping on me. Yeah. You sent those vampire brides to give me mouth orgasms and I enjoyed it. Yeah. And you know, like you're providing for me in a way that I wasn't prepared to be provided yeah. for. Yeah. I would like to have a castle. Someday. So I'm going to touch your gross face and yeah. then you're going to turn back into a real boy. Yeah. Like uh, kissing the frog. Yeah. Uh, and then Clive Owen's going to discover. <laughs> have shithead finds another piece of glass. Yeah. <laughs> That's his entire detective move is like, like picking up broken pieces of glass. He's like, oh, I see. The chandelier killed the cop. <laughs> therefore, like, We've already moved on. <laughs> therefore, this guy is totally off the hook. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Arrest put out an APB on all the chandeliers in the city. <laughs> it clearly was an accident. Let's stop pursuing. So he turns back into regular meatloaf. He does. Uh, they teleport onto the motorcycle, phasing again, the same way he phased into the mausoleum in the first yeah. place. Yeah. Drive out on the sunset, and the clueless cops look around and can't find him. Yeah. As they uh, they just drive into the desert. Drive into the desert. Where's this desert? Like, uh, we were in a pretty forested yeah. environment pretty recently but they but uh, i mean she cleared his vampirism assuming he has it because he's driving during dusk again that's true um yeah. well i guess he couldn't have been a vampire he was driving during dusk at the beginning the beauty like the beast from beauty and the beast as far as i know can go in daylight but it's yeah. not advantageous yeah yeah why you know he's got to hide himself anyway yeah. even at night yeah poor guy so yeah that's uh that's I would do anything for love. And we, you know, we are court obligated re-recording of that since. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember WXRT who requested the... this? Um, nope. Okay. <laughs> I apologize, whoever that is. And I have a, um, I don't want to leave the spot on my email because uh, I'm going to read 
from it okay because i'm using my phone yeah so i apologize but thank you for requesting it okay you did. yes thank you uh gary We've learned a lot today. Mm-hmm. We learned about uh, meatloaf. Mm-hmm. All kinds. <laughs> it's surprises. It's lils. It, we talked a little bit about <laughs> politics. Meatloaf shorts. <laughs> meatloaf shorts. Uh, but if you think that's everything, you are sadly mistaken because you ain't seen nothing yet. Because Gary Butterfield. The end of every single episode of Teenage Dirtbags has a poem about an onion. Gary, I have to ask, because I need to know, do you have an uh, onion poem today? I I do. Oh, does it have a title? It does not. Oh. Poems go untitled, but onions do not. We have Cuddy Joe, the stinker, Silent K, and the rot. We have Rictus Carl, who always rolls up with a smile. And Paperface, who makes crinkling sounds for miles. We have the little Bulber boys, Mac and Stringed Cheese. <laughs> their worried, fretful mother with dry elbows and knobby knees. We've got Sailor Sam, a veteran from the war. Between the avocados and the scallions, both zealots for your vor. They're sometimes friends, sometimes lovers, in produce bags, like they're undercovers. Each is named, each one dreams, each one inside your stomach screams. An acid hell like boiling coffee left on the burner so long they've forgotten their histories and they've forgotten their songs there's really no one left to blame but you the eater for kicking ass and taking their names beautiful i love that thank you it's very good um gary if people like the show what can they do the number one thing you can do yeah is tell your friends tell your friends tell your enemies tell your enemies yeah. Tell Meatloaf. Tell, Tell Tom Brislin. Say, hey, next time you're teching it out, you can, like, I don't know. I was trying to name literally one Tekken character. Yeah. I can just, like, get Hamachi. Hamachi, yeah. King. <laughs> Hayachi? King is one. Hayachi, King, King is one. He's a leopard. Kuma? Yeah. Fucking. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. T- yeah. Tell your friends. Um, write into GamePro. Tell yeah. them about the podcast. Number two thing you can do uh, leave a rating review. It's going to help people find the podcast. Mm-hmm. Number three thing you can do support the entire network. On patreon.com slash yeah oh yeah get that money it's a little late but if you want to give money to gary butterfield for his kickstarted book <laughs> yeah. you can also do that it's 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 too late but you can buy the old book yeah you can buy the old book or just send gary money you can say book please yeah i was thinking about sending up like a pre-order thing yeah. but i don't know whether i want to do the bookkeeping for it sure i understand um, but i might um, yeah. otherwise it'll be for sale hey those people had a chance they That's blew true. it and everyone is super generous. I was going to say they fucked it up, but actually they were really sweet. Um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm really looking forward to that. I, start, I did the outline. Mm-hmm. I sent Nick all the uh, illustration yeah. references and stuff. Yeah. And uh, if this is the first time you're hearing about it, uh, Gary is working on a Worlds of Power, uh, Power Worlds style mm-hmm. uh, book about the Fallout series. Yeah. Or Fallout Properties Incorporated. Yes. Uh, it's mostly Fallout 1, but there's a Vault City homage in it. Other yeah. than that, it's Fallout 1. Okay. Um, yeah. And, uh, if you, if you did back on Kickstarter, which again, it's too late for, yeah. uh, I'm going to be writing about, uh, replaying fallout and like what lessons I want to take from it. Yeah. So, and some of which I'm throwing out because partway through outlining, I figured out what the book will really be about, mm-hmm. but essentially left as propaganda. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause you know, we're all products of the times. Yeah. So yeah. Thanks. Uh, thanks for all that. If you do any of those things yeah. and, uh, until next time in 2016, 16, we will do anything for this podcast, including having a better sign-up. <laughs>